Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hi, I'm Dana Marshall, host of the My Print Story podcast. This week, we're talking about my first ever Prince concert, and we're going to read some listener tweets. Let's get into it. My first Prince concert was in April of 1993 at the Fox Theater in Detroit. Now, picture this. It was it was a very young, 20-year-old Dana making the three-hour drive in the snow uh, with my then-fiance, Jennifer, driving from Decatur, Michigan, all the way to Detroit. On my way to see an artist that felt like more of a myth than a person. At that point, I'd already spent half of my life memorizing the words to every Prince song, collecting every Prince tape or CD I could get my hands on, and, of course, being bullied in high school because of my passion for Prince. And here I was, about to see the man in person. I held Prince and his music at such a high pedestal that I was certain this concert would let me down. (laughs) I was mentally preparing myself for that letdown. Then we walk into that gorgeous venue... The ushers not allowing us just yet to walk in. So we're, we're kind of lined up where we're going to walk into our section of the venue. And the only thing separating me and Prince doing a sound check was a curtain. And the usher let me kind of pull the curtain to the side so I could peek in. And there I saw Prince on stage by himself just playing around with his guitar. That was the first moment that it occurred to me. I'm in the same building as Prince. (laughs) He's right there. I was completely overwhelmed by the fact that Prince and I were in the same building. I wasn't prepared for how that was going to make me feel. I, I can be honest with you now and tell you that I was embarrassed about how emotional that made me. That he was right there. Fast forward about half an hour. We're now at our seats. There's a big black curtain on the stage with a gold print symbol on it. Fox Theater is beautiful if you've never been there. Just the whole thing is just gold, gold pillars, gold statues. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Then the lights go out. The house lights go down. The crowd goes from a mumble to completely silent. All of a sudden, they roar like a tornado. Then that black curtain with the print symbol drops and... Out of nowhere, Prince flies through the air with a scream that only Prince could make. I wept. There's no macho way out of this. I was a 20-year-old guy and a crowd of thousands of people that I did not know, and I couldn't control my emotions because, again, Prince was right there, right in front of me. Prince started out the show with songs from the Symbol album. Because it was 1993. Prince started out the show with My Name is Prince. Then Sexy MF. Then they played Love to the Nines. It was just like the Symbol album. And it was amazing. I was in purple heaven. So here I was. In front of Prince. Prince on stage. 
the little purple Yoda, no longer a mythical creature. He is a man standing in front of me at five foot two, yet larger than life. As he played guitar, sang and danced better than anyone I had ever seen at that point and better than anyone I have ever seen to this day. He even climbed up one of the statues near the stage of Fox Theater. He was just on fire that night. And by the way, there was no opening act. It was just Prince and the New Power Generation with the beautiful Maite Garcia. They must have played three, maybe a little over three hours. The encores were incredible. The whole show was incredible. I had my hopes set so high and I was trying to regulate my expectations. And he still blew them out of the water. Of course he did. Looking back, of course he did. But at the moment, I was just, I was blown away. How could the show be even better than I hoped it would be after, I dare say, idolizing Prince for most of my life at that point? It was incredible. Now, I have a memory of waving my arms in the air at some point during one of the songs, and I was accidentally bumping into people around me like I was drunk. And uh, you would think, and maybe this would be the case at many other concerts where people would get annoyed, maybe even fight you, but, but not at a Prince show. It was nothing but love. Nobody was annoyed by little Dana acting a fool. All the Prince fam around me was feeling the spirit just like I was. Since then, I think I've seen Prince a total of seven times in concert. And uh, each show was completely different and was incredible. But my question to you, the Prince fam, for season two of my Prince story How was your first Prince concert? I want to know your stories. I want to hear about that first time you realized you were in the building with Prince. What tour was it? What's the most memorable parts of those concerts? I I can't wait to hear them. So here's how you can share your first Prince concert experience with me. There are a couple different ways. Number one, uh, you can use your smartphone, use the voice memo app and record a message for me telling me the story of your first Prince concert and you can email that to Dana at MyPrincePodcast.com. Or maybe you want to be a guest on the podcast. I would love to have you on. There, there are a lot of ways you can do it. If you don't live close to me here, that's no problem. We can do a Skype call and record an episode that way. Just hit me up on Twitter at MyPrincePodcast and we'll get it set up. I would love to talk to each and every one of you at some point. Now, I recently asked my Prince fam this question on Twitter. If you were introducing Prince to someone new, what non-hit would you play for them? Kent Messner says, Something in the Water, the 2014 performance in Manchester. Yeah, I've always loved Something in the Water from the 1999 album, but the remake of his own song that he did in the 2013-2014 era, absolutely incredible. So I agree, that's a good one. At Gmazzini71 from Roma says, Pink Cashmere. Julie from Denmark says, P Control, A Million Days, and The Love We Make. Those are all wonderful suggestions. Farouk and Sorry from Manchester, England says, 17 Days. Cinnamon Canella says, The Question of You and Blue Light. Those are two of my favorite songs, especially The Question of You, the soul in that one. And Blue Light, I love how it just has a little bit of fun and you get this feeling like, whoa, Prince is just like us. He's just a dude trying to get busy with this woman more often (laughs) it's you can't imagine prince living that life that's one of the things i love about the song blue light 
Sean Ross in New York says the beautiful ones do that song. Oh, that song is incredible. Rich Rubin from Los Angeles says automatic. That's from the 1999 album at surrender Sidero in Derby UK. He says sister to see their reaction. <laughs> uh, that's a funny answer, but I am not playing sister for someone that doesn't know Prince music. That's not happening. Uh, at Purple Funk and Roll says Sleep Around. Man, Sleep Around is a great track from the Emancipation album. Good call on that one. Robert Boot from Holland, the country, not the city. He says, depending on your mood, Adore or The Days of Wild. Adore may be the best written love song ever, by the way. Absolutely love that song. Michael Rovers in Amsterdam says, Colonize Mind. Now, a lot of people, for some reason, are of the opinion that Prince never got political. They could not be more wrong. And when it comes to political songs, I dare say Colonized Mind is the best one, especially since it predicted this bizarre political world we're living in right now, even though he wrote that song back in the uh, mid-thousands. It's crazy when you consider how he literally predicted this bizarre situation we are in today. Rafine Sylvian from Richmond, California. I'm sure I just destroyed your last name. I apologize. 17 days or I hate you, dude. I hate you. Can you call that a love song? One of the best love songs or heartbreak songs ever. And I know some people don't like the part where Prince does the does the thing about your honor may i call to the stand my one and only witness but that is my favorite part of the song i love that stuff uh, so good call on that rafine and uh purple unicorn in vegas says billy jack bitch billy jack bitch is the jam may not be for everybody though so that is dependent on who you're trying to introduce prince to but that's a good one billy jack bitch again the question we asked on twitter if you're introducing Prince music to someone new, what non-hit would you play for them? And I want to thank everybody for hitting me up on Twitter with those answers. So uh, listen, as we roll into season two very soon, I'm looking for more people to be on the podcast with me. Can't wait to speak to and meet as many of my Prince fam as possible. And don't forget, you can also use your smartphone and just record a message for us and email it to us. And we'll get that on the show as well. For season two of my Prince Story podcast, we're mainly going to be focusing on uh, your first ever Prince concert. We are going to mix some other things into season two. Uh, I have a couple of celebrity guests I'm hoping to get on the podcast very soon that were very, capital letters, very close to Prince, and uh, we'll be popping those up very soon. So thank you so much for checking out the My Prince Story podcast. Thanks for hanging with me, my purple people. I love you so much. If you do enjoy this podcast, I do ask that you go to wherever you download it and you rate it. Uh, give us a review, especially when it comes to iTunes. Uh, help us get noticed. The more ears we can get this podcast into, the better. Get show notes, pictures, and more info on My Prince Story at MyPrincePodcast.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at My Prince Podcast. My Prince Story is recorded in my cozy Prince basement in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. 
The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, SayTheDamnScore.com.